Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through my start sits at the quarterback position. This is where I go through all 16 week four matchups and label every single fantasy relevant quarterback as a start or a sit. So basically, do I feel comfortable plugging them into my lineup this week? While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. It could be waiver wire questions, trade advice, start sits for other positions, anything fantasy football related, drop it down below and I'll make sure to respond to every single comment. But let's just get right into the first matchup. Starting off with Thursday night football, we have the Jaguars going up against the Bengals. And on this Jaguar side, I feel like I say this in almost every single video, I just have no confidence in this offense. Trevor Lawrence has not looked good. He hasn't looked comfortable. That doesn't mean I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I still think he's going to turn it around, you know, maybe in future years. But just this season with Urban Meyer, I don't see it coming together. And I do not feel comfortable having him in my lineup. I do feel comfortable starting Joe Burrow. This is a really nice matchup against the Jaguars. The Jaguars defense has really just been giving up points all over the place, especially if T. Higgins is healthy. Joe Burrow should be a really nice start for you this week. Then we're moving on to Sunday where we have the Titans taking on the Jets. And I am going to be listing Ryan Tannehill as a start. It's definitely not ideal that AJ Brown is likely going to be out for Sunday, but this is going to be a nice matchup against the Jets defense. So Ryan Tannehill definitely isn't a quarterback that I think is going to be a top 10 finisher this week, but he should still be giving you some solid safe production out of that quarterback slot. And then for the Jets, this is going to be no surprise. Zach Wilson is a sit. He just hasn't looked comfortable either. He's thrown a ton of picks. He just really doesn't have the support from the offensive line. You know, the wide receiver core isn't exceptional. And overall, this offense is just not coming together. So he is going to be on the bench. Then we have the Chiefs taking on the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes is obviously in your starting lineup. You know, he hasn't had a super hot start to the season, but it's still putting up some solid fantasy numbers. And then Jalen Hurts, even though he's coming off of a rough Monday night football performance, he is still in my starting lineup. And that's really the thing about Jalen Hurts. He does not have to play that well to put together solid production, right? If you're watching that Monday night football game, he played bad. Basically the entire game still put up over 20 fantasy football points. He has that rushing upside. And so overall, he's going to be a start every single week. The next game here is going to be between the Panthers and the Cowboys. This is a solid little matchup here. And for the Panthers, I'm going to be starting at Sam Darnold. He's looked great to start off the season. I know this Cowboys defense has kind of made a huge turnaround since the Buccaneers week one loss. Overall, I think I still need to see it for a few more weeks out of that Cowboys defense, you know, before I actually start to be scared to start quarterbacks against them. So Sam Darnold's in the starting lineup and so is Dak Prescott. You just cannot bench Dak. He started off this season very well, a nice three touchdown Monday night football performance. So he has got to be in your lineup as well. In this game between the Giants and the Saints, I actually don't have either of these quarterbacks listed as starts, but I do want to kind of explain this for Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones week one and week two looked really good. Some really nice fantasy football production. Then in week three, you know, he has more of a mediocre performance. And I don't really think that's necessarily his fault. You know, he had a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position. Kenny Galladay was coming in banged up. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton both left the game with hamstring injuries. So his wide receiver core was pretty much decimated. I do have him as a sit though, because this is a tough Saints defense. You saw what they did to Mac Jones in week three. 
Plus, we just don't know the status of these wide receivers. You know, we don't know if they're going to be 100% ready to go come Sunday. So now it's going to be a sit. And then on the other side with Jameis Winston, I still just don't have faith in this offense overall. They're going to be a team that relies on the running game and the defense. And that's just not going to lead to top tier fantasy production from the quarterback position. We've got the Browns taking on the Vikings up next here. And Baker just doesn't really have the ceiling or the floor for me to actually want him in my lineup. So he's going to be a sit. This Browns team is just going to rely so heavily on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to kind of put the game away. Plus, you know, the overall weapons on this Browns team are definitely lacking. He got Odell Beckham back, which is definitely good news, but you have Jarvis Landry on the IR. And overall, just not enough upside on this passing attack. And on the Viking side, Kirk Cousins has earned the right to be a start, you know, for the foreseeable future. He has looked great to start off the season. Eight passing touchdowns, zero interceptions. So I'd feel totally fine with him in my lineup. Then we've got an ugly matchup here at the quarterback position between the Lions and the Bears. I'm not going to be sitting any of these guys. Jared Goff, you know, he honestly hasn't played that terrible when you look at how bad this offense is overall, you know, in terms of his wide receiver weapons. But still for fantasy, just not a lot of value, especially against a Bears defense that has been pretty solid. And then this Bears team, you know, normally you only have one quarterback listed as a start or a sit. But for this Bears team, I have Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, and Nick Foles all listed as sits. And that is because the offensive genius, Matt Nagy, came out and said that all three quarterbacks have a chance to start in week four. So I think that means that Andy Dalton's still dealing with that knee injury. If he's healthy, he'll be playing. Justin Fields is now dealing with an injury. And I don't know if they want to throw him back out there again. I mean, they're just going to get that dude hurt. They can't protect the quarterback position. So I guess if they're both banged up, then Nick Foles could be the guy who comes in and starts, which is just going to make this whole situation even worse. It may be shocking to say, but Nick Foles may have the best opportunity to kind of give some ceiling to Allen Robinson, but we really just don't know. And I do not want to find out with any of these guys in my lineup. The next game here is going to be between the Texans and the Bills. And these are just two pretty clear answers. Davis Mills is going to be a sit. They really just don't trust him to kind of take over the reins fully. They're going to be playing very conservatively. And so he's just not going to provide any upside. And then Josh Allen is a locked in starter every single week. This Bills offense had a huge bounce back game in week three. You know, they really started to look like the team that broke out in 2020. And so that's great news for Josh Allen going forward. The Colts and Dolphins are up now, and I have both of these quarterbacks listed as sits. You know, Carson Wentz hasn't been horrible, you know, from a real life NFL perspective. He's kept them in games. He just doesn't really have a ton of upside or ceiling for real life or for fantasy football. So I do not want him in my lineup. And then for Jacoby Brissett, not a fan either. Overall, this Miami Dolphins offense doesn't really have that upside either. And we're going to a backup for set. Just not something I'm interested in moving forward. In this Washington football team's matchup against the Falcons, I'm actually going to list Taylor Heineke as a start. In the two games, you know, he's been the starting QB for that team after Ryan Fitzpatrick went down in week one. He's put together two nice performances. And so I'm just going to be counting on him moving forward. You know, this Falcons defense is not something you write home about. They're not a great unit. And so I do think this Washington football team can have success. And the overall defense on this team has not been good. So maybe the Falcons can put up some points, make it a little bit of a higher scoring game, which is obviously going to elevate all of the Washington football team offensive pieces. The next game here is a big time divisional matchup between the Seahawks and the 49ers. 
and Russell Wilson has had a pretty solid start to the season. Overall, this offense has been kind of strange in the sense that they've been great in the first half, and then the second half, they really kind of take their foot off the gas. It's almost representative of what his seasons have looked like in years past, where, you know, the first eight, nine games of the season, he's balling out. Then the back half of the season, he kind of starts to slow down. Well, this year, it's been, you know, actually in the games. First half, the offense has looked great. Second half, they don't look as explosive, but he is still going to be a start. He's still a top-tier quarterback in the NFL, and he has those top weapons around him. It is a tough matchup against the 49ers, but I still think he puts together a nice performance. And then I am going to be sitting Jimmy Garoppolo. There could actually be a little bit of an argument here. You know, the Seahawks secondary is not good. The defense as a whole have been underperforming. And you know, Jimmy G hasn't put together the worst performances. I just don't feel comfortable buying into Jimmy G as the player in my lineup. It's almost like all the production the 49ers get out of the quarterback position is in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo. He just has not been able to put it all together. And when they bring in Trey Lance at the goal line, it definitely vultures a lot of Jimmy G's touchdown opportunities. So he is going to be on the bench. And then we have another divisional matchup here, the same division, the Cardinals taking on the Rams. And both of these QBs have to be locked in starts. Kyler Murray has the opportunity to finish as the number one overall quarterback, and Matthew Stafford has looked great to start off the season. Then we have the Steelers taking on the Packers. Ben Roethlisberger should not be seeing lineups. He's just not looked good to start off the season. He looks slow. He looks old. He wasn't great last year, and it honestly looks like he has just continued to regress. So he is totally on the bench. And then Aaron Rodgers, just as clearly as Big Ben is on the bench, Aaron Rodgers is clearly in your starting lineup. After that lackluster week one, he has had a major bounce back, just like he said he would. We've got the Ravens traveling to Denver this week, and Lamar Jackson is another one of these players who is just locked into your starting lineup every single week, just a set it and forget it type of player. And Teddy Bridgewater was honestly on the fringe here. He was very close to being a start, and you know, maybe in deeper leagues, he could be a suitable guy to plug into your lineup. Just when I'm looking at him, you know, he had a really solid week one and week two. Then week three, you know, overall he plays well, but he just didn't get the touchdowns. And there's just really not a lot of ceiling with Teddy Bridgewater. You know, I was kind of thinking early in the season, you know, did I kind of read this situation wrong? Is he a guy who could be a viable play for the rest of the season? And I think what we were looking at is week one and two, he just did produce with those touchdowns. Week three, he did not. This isn't an offense that I'm overly confident in moving forward. You know, I do think they're going to rely on their defense and those two running backs. So he is going to be a sit this week. Then we have this awesome Sunday night football game, revenge game for Tom Brady going up to Foxborough to face off against the Patriots. And he has got to be a start. He's really going to be a start every single week. You look at these weapons, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you've got Gronk also with his revenge game, AB as well, assuming he's off of the COVID list. So TB12 is in the lineup, and then I'm going to be sitting Mac Jones. So far this season, we've seen two main game scripts with Mac Jones. The first one is that the Patriots are just going to rely on their defense. You know, they're not going to risk it a ton with Mac Jones, and they're going to have him play safe. And in that way, we definitely don't want him in the lineup. And then the other game script was last week, which is they go down to the Saints. You know, Mac Jones had some interceptions. They weren't really entirely his fault. He had some tough breaks. You know, Janu bats went up in the air turns into a pick six. That's rough. But even in that game where they had to throw the ball with him a ton, the production was basically non-existent. So even though this is a weak Buccaneer secondary, I still just don't really trust it. 
I expect the Patriots to kind of try to grind this game out, and that's not going to benefit Mac Jones. In this Monday night football game between the Raiders and the Chargers, I'm going to have both these quarterbacks listed as starts. Derek Carr has turned into a very viable starting fantasy football quarterback. He's averaging over 400 passing yards a game. That's crazy. So there's no shot I can list him as a sit. And then Justin Herbert has looked really solid to start off the year as well. You know, week one and week two, he didn't have these huge games. Week three goes out, balls out against his division rival Chiefs. So I'd feel great if I had Justin Herbert in my lineup going forward. All right, so those are all 16 week four matchups talking about the start sits at the quarterback position. If you guys enjoyed this video, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. You can also check out my running back and wide receiver start sits, which I posted yesterday. And then I'm also going to be posting my tight ends today. They may already be up by the time you're watching this. So go check all of that out. But thank you for stopping by and I'll see you next time.